Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, and yes, it is another hump day. Welcome to yet another hump day. Today being Wednesday, the 15th of September 2021. Cannot believe that it is halfway through already, halfway through the first month of spring, 15th of September. And uh, here in the Macedon Ranges, here in Australia, springtime, the, uh, the suns are out, the pollen is out, birds are chirping. Uh, it's getting a little bit warmer, still brisk in the morning when I'm walking, but certainly no, nothing compared to even a couple of weeks ago when it was still winter. It was freezing. It's a little bit, uh, there's just something in the air. And with uh, with footy finals well and truly about to uh, be completed, given that we've got um, the AFL Grand Final in 10 days' time, and uh, my favourite team in the world, Melbourne Footy Club, are playing in their first Grand Final for 21 years and going for their first ever Premiership since 1964, which is a long, long time. In fact, the last Premiership they won was uh, before I was born. And in fact, they're playing the Western Bulldogs and my mother-in-law and father-in-law are Bulldog supporters. And my mother-in-law was telling me the other day that she was uh, at the Grand Final in 1954 when Bulldogs beat Melbourne. Back then, hopefully history does not repeat. So um, hopefully we can get through and uh, and win the cup for the first time in 57 years. It'll be awesome, not just for the club, but uh, for all the thousands and thousands of supporters that have been through so much, so much turmoil, so much challenge, so much pain over over many years. And and based on that, I want to talk about uh, a very important topic that is I think is playing out in in certainly the Melbourne Footy Club. And I'm not going to turn this into a Melbourne Footy Club um, podcast. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, I'm just going to turn off if he's going to bang on about Melbourne. No, I'm not. I'm just uh, I'm just leading into the, the conversation I want to have today, which is around the power of attitude. And certainly as leaders, uh, we have a huge, huge part to play in this because the attitude that we demonstrate on a daily basis, whether we like it or not, tends to play out in the team. So the first question I want to ask you in relation to this is, are you a glass half full? Or a glass half empty leader? Do you look for opportunity in every single challenge? Or are you weighed down and continually get weighed down by the challenge? Now, it's a really important topic and it's a really important conversation because if I just go back to the Melbourne Footy Club for a second, uh, Simon Goodwin, the leader of or the coach of the Melbourne Footy Club, was under huge amounts of pressure at the end of last year, having not made the finals for the second year in a row after making it through the preliminary final in 2018. And probably, if all things are considered, Melbourne overachieved significantly in 2018 and probably weren't expected externally, but certainly, I think, internally weren't expected to go as far as they did. Uh, And so they had one out of the box. But what happened is they had a drop-off in 2019 and started to resurrect in 2020 to the point where they're now in a really strong position and probably the strongest position they've been in for a number of years to contest for the ultimate prize being the AFL Premiership. But 12 months ago, Simon Goodwin was under huge amounts of pressure and uh, many people were calling for his head to be to be sacked because he wasn't delivering the results that uh, the, I guess the membership base and all the external experts, quote-unquote, were expecting him to deliver. So there was a review that was done internally by the CEO, Gary Pert, and a full, full-on full review in terms of every aspect of 
the the club, uh, including the coach and all the positions and all the players and, and everything associated with every aspect of the club. Anyway, long story short, the review came out that Simon Goodwin was, in fact, the best person for the job and that he had put in place a framework that the club believed would deliver ultimate success. Now, that is yet to be determined, and there's still the biggest game on the biggest stage yet to go to see whether that actually comes to fruition. But one of the things that came out of that review was the fact that Simon Goodwin, as a leader, had an uncompromising, positive attitude. He knew exactly what he was there to do, and he was absolutely ruthless when it came to maintaining that positive attitude. Now, internally, uh, he was and has been a huge, huge benefit and a huge asset to the footy club. And if you talk to all the players and talk to all the coaches, everything he does is done with a glass half full type approach and certainly not glass half empty. Now, does that mean there's still still not challenges that the club faces and he faces? Absolutely not. There are still challenges there, but it's the approach, the attitude that he takes first of all, and therefore the club takes in face in the face of those challenges that will determine ultimately the difference that makes all the difference and ultimately the result they actually end up delivering. So the question here is, is your attitude as a sales leader, is your attitude one of can do or is it one of what could go wrong? Because as leaders, we need to be fully conscious of our team and the fact that our team are watching our every move like an absolute hawk. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, that they're watching your every move, they're listening to absolutely everything you're saying. And they're asking questions in terms of, okay, is is what my leader is saying and doing, are they congruent? Are they consistent? Or is there a bit of a mismatch? Because if there's a mismatch, then it starts to create a level of distrust and a lack of respect that starts to permeate within the team. So you've got to be thinking all the time that your team are watching your every move. But here's the thing they're also doing is they're watching what you're not doing and listening to what you're not saying. So are you, are you conscious of the type of language that you use? Are you conscious of your thinking and are you conscious of your attitude when you're in and amongst your team. Even when you're not amongst your team, are you conscious of your attitude and is it the glass half full or the glass half empty type approach? Because here's the thing, guys, whether we like it or not, our team is and always will be a reflection of us. Now, this for some leaders who are sitting there listening to this might be thinking, wow, this is awesome because I've got a phenomenal team and therefore, high five to me, awesome. Kudos to you, keep doing it. Do not get complacent, think there's another level and know there's another level and look at how you can improve every single day. If you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, my team is dysfunctional, right? Then, hey, it's not all bad news. Just have a bit of a look in the mirror and ask yourself the question, what am I doing? What am I not doing? How am I thinking? What is my attitude like? So have a bit of a self-correction in terms of your attitude and uh, and readjust and look at you know what your thinking is like, what your attitude is like, and really do some analysis there because guaranteed there are some elements in your team that are playing out that is reflecting on you and you are reflecting it back to them. So we have to understand that we are the ones that set the tone. So Simon Goodman at the Melbourne Footy Club, he sets the tone and he is relentlessly consistent with that tone. He never gets flustered. Uh, if you, if I, And one of the things as a passionate Melbourne supporter I've really loved, certainly over the last uh, two games they've played in the finals, is the boys haven't got ahead of themselves and they certainly haven't got over-enthusiastic. Yes, they've enjoyed the win. Yes, they've been excited by the win. But if you look at people like Max Gorn, the captain, and, and certainly Simon, the coach, he hasn't gone all out uh, high-fiving everybody and, and completely going over the top. And certainly when he's actually answering questions when it comes to the press conferences after the game, he's very, very measured. Uh, and if you get access to the inner circle, the message to the players is, you know what, boys? We haven't achieved anything yet. All we've done is we've given ourselves the opportunity to be on the biggest stage 
but this is where the test now comes. And all of that starts from attitude because he knows that he sets the tone. So as leaders, we set the tone. And it always starts with our attitude. And to quote the great man Zig Ziglar, he used to always say, your attitude and not your aptitude will often determine your altitude. And so this plays out every single time. Well, yeah, I just have to look. And I just, I when I go into sales teams and I look at uh, sales results, and often I have sales leaders that come to me and say, oh, can you do some work with our sales teams? We need to, uh, we need to get them back on track and they need to help them improve their closing ratios or their pitching skills. And uh, more than happy to do that. But one of the first things I've got to do is look at what is the sales leader doing. And there's often a telltale sign when the sales leader says, come and work with my team. And the sales leader goes off and does something else. That tells me everything I need to know. And in fact, what I should be doing, first of all, is working with, and this is what I do, I work with a sales leader first before I work with the sales team because I know that the sales team does become and is always a reflection of the sales leader. So remember, we set the tone. Now, this is not, I just want to make a point here, this is not some fairy tale, positive thinking, law of attraction, wish for a bicycle in it or magically appear type stuff. This is fundamental because it actually works. Our attitude directly impacts our results. Now, uh, I, I'm actually a big believer of the law of attraction, but one of the things that the law of attraction, uh, certainly the book, The Secret, missed out on is it missed out, and this is probably a marketing ploy to probably sell more books, is it missed out on one of the fundamental elements of the law of attraction, and that is you have to do the work. You have to take action. Too many people sit back and think, oh, I'm just going to think positively, and I wish for a bicycle, or I wish for cash to roll in, I wish for the perfect partner, I wish for the perfect job, I wish for the perfect sale, and it all happens by manifestation. Well, it doesn't just happen like that. You've got to work your butt off to actually do it, and it starts with attitude. And it reminds me actually of a client I was working with a number of years ago who um, who was having some challenges with his team, both in terms of performance, but more importantly, in terms of the results they were delivering. And they weren't they weren't as engaged as they had been in the previous, say, six months even. And uh, one of the things we, we talked about was, you know, what can we do to change the, I guess, the approach, the system, uh, the action steps of the team? And I said, well, first of all, let's look at what's happening with you and how you're thinking about and how you're bringing yourself to every single day and every single interaction with your team. And my client goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, think about, let's let's talk about this attitude. And I share with him a very simple four-step formula around attitude that is directly related to results. And this came from, came from actually from a guy called Tony Robbins, which you've probably heard of, uh, probably the biggest personal development dude on the planet. Uh, and, it's, and it starts with attitude. And I said to this client, so tell me what happens the first moment you wake up in the morning, before your feet even touch the ground, what is your attitude like? And dear, are you even aware of it? Uh, and so just take me through your average day. When you when you wake up, what's the first thing you start thinking about? And what he was starting to describe to me was anything but a positive attitude. It was almost like I'm getting out of bed. Um, I'm going to try and drag myself to the shower. I've got to drag myself into the car. I've got to drag myself into the office. And it was almost really hard work. And so his attitude wasn't where it needed to be. And if he was being honest, he was probably thinking about all the things that were potentially going wrong and could go wrong, uh, rather than thinking about what the opportunities were in front of him, but also in front of his team. And so I said, well, this is the thing. If you start with your attitude and your attitude is not optimal and it's not positive, you're not looking out the glass half full, then what's going to happen is it's going to have a detrimental impact on your mindset. Now, if you could measure mindset out of 10, 10 being exceptional, 1 being not so great, then where do you think you'd be if your attitude was stinking, right? And he said, well, probably under five. And I said, absolutely. So be mindful of this. When you walk into, therefore, your environment where your team are and you've got a level of stinking thinking, right, where you really do need a checkup from the neck up, 
and people are seeing that and they can sense that, how do you think they're going to be feeling and what do you think their attitude is going to be? Because remember this, there's also a law called the law of the lid, which dictates and says that your team cannot be in any way, shape or form higher than you in terms of attitude and aptitude and therefore performance because you are the leader of the team and therefore you place a lid on your team. So it stands to reason, therefore, that your attitude needs to be better and your mindset needs to be better. But if you're waking up in the morning and you're not feeling it, then your mindset's not going to be in a great position, which then means what happens to the level of discretionary effort you then put forth when it comes to doing the things you need to do on a daily basis. If your mindset is down under five, you're not going to be putting in your best foot forward and you're certainly not going to be getting the outcomes you're looking for. So your effort starts to drop off. Now, you might be going through the motions, but your attitude with that is not going to give you the absolute power that it could and therefore not release the potential that you're actually able to release if your mindset and your attitude changed. So I said your behavior is not going to be great. And so when you put less effort in or or lower levels of effort, guess what the results are going to be like? They're not going to be where you want to be and they're certainly not going to be optimal results. Now here's the thing, and this is what Tony Robbins said, that once you get results that you're not happy with, what happens to your attitude? Well, in most cases, it starts to be a declining cycle where you're not happy again, and therefore your attitude starts to dip, your mindset starts to dip, and you probably put even less effort in or not the most focused effort you possibly can, which guess what? Leads to an even worse result. So I said, we've got to change one thing and we've got to change attitude. And it was as simple as this. I said, you've got to think about the first time you wake up every single day before your feet even touch the ground, I want you to think about how do I create a phenomenal attitude. Now for him, it was a case of I've got, to, I've got to get better. I've got to think about what are the positive things that are going to happen today. What do I want to happen today that's going to be phenomenal? How is today going to be the best day I've ever had? And how can I now create that environment where it can sort of transfer into the environment from my team so that also they also have an opportunity to increase their attitude and therefore their results as well. And so I left him with that and that was his homework for two weeks. And three weeks later, I came back and we sat down I asked him, so how has the last couple of weeks been? What's, what's actually happened? Give me a debrief. And he said, I've got no idea what's happened, but what the hell have you done to me? Right? And he said, what's that interesting? All we've done is we've changed one element. I said, describe to me what's now happened. And he, was, he went on to describe the fact that they've just had their, or just had their most um, successful week in probably six to 12 months. They've got a lot more inquiries. There seems to be a high level of energy within the team. And everything they've been touching in the last week in particular is appearing to turn to gold. And I said, isn't that interesting? And I said, what have you fundamentally changed? If you look at it on its uh, on its merits, is there anything that you or your team have done that is fundamentally different to what you did last week or the week before? And he said, no, we're still writing proposals. We're still having conversations. We're still doing the, I guess, the pitching sessions and so forth. And he said, great. So what's actually changed? And he said, ah, I've changed my attitude, haven't I? I said, you have. It's 100% different. And so what you start to see is it plays out in the in the actions that are taken and therefore the results that you get. So this is why attitude is absolutely so important. So he learned from that that a positive attitude starts with the decision. And you can click your fingers as quickly as that and make a decision that today is going to be the best day I've ever had and make a positive decision to have a positive attitude and just watch what happens. Because here's the other thing that he started to work out is there's actually a loop known as the competency and the confidence loop. And an amazing thing happens when your attitude is up, when you start to have a better mindset, your level of confidence starts to go up as well, which means you're more apt at actually trying new things. So your level of competency and skill set can actually improve as well because you've got a completely different attitude towards the work that you're actually doing. When you start to develop a higher level of skill set and capability and you are starting to see some more results and some more positive results, 
come in, guess what happens to your level of confidence? It starts to go up. And so it becomes a never-ending cycle of confidence and competence. But here's the thing. We've got to ask ourselves, and this is the key message added today, all about attitude and the power of attitude. And it's certainly one of the key differentiators that my client discovered all those years ago. If you find yourself in a, in a quandary, if you find yourself actually thinking about things and you're actually going through your head and having some what-if conversations such as, oh, what if I actually make this phone call to this chief executive and he hangs up on me or he tells me to bugger off, right? What if I actually put myself out there and actually pitch a solution to a, to a brand new customer and they laugh at me? All these what-if sort of statements and most of the time we ask the what-if, it's always what if it doesn't work? What if it... What if, the, what if it starts to rain and I'm out for a walk in the middle of the day and I've got my suit on? What, what if? What if I get wet? What if? What if this? What happened? What if? What if? What if? And the biggest what if is what if your sales team is coming to you with all these what if statements and you're actually starting to feed the what if this doesn't work and starting to put some strategies in place that will start mitigating risks and start to play things safe. So instead of the question around what if it doesn't work, we need to start asking. This is the power of the attitude. We need to start changing the conversation and saying, what if it works? What if I make that conversation? What if I actually make that pitch? And what if I actually ring that CEO and he's actually highly receptive? And in fact, it's the perfect timing for him and we actually end up going to do business together. What if I actually step into that unknown uh, unknown territory and propose and pitch a strategy or a solution to a customer and they actually say, this is the best thing we've ever seen and where have you guys been for the last two years? What if that actually happened? What if you were given an opportunity to lead a team or move to another organization and it was a huge step up, but what if, just what if, that happened to be the best decision you'd ever made in your life? That is the power of attitude. So as a leader, this is the key reminder, and this is, I'll leave you with this. As a leader, we need to be really, really conscious and totally dialed in to the fact that our team is and always will be a reflection of us. And it starts with us being really clear on what is our attitude. Is it a positive uh, uplifting attitude? Is it helping or is it hindering? Uh, are we actually starting to think about the glass being half full rather than being half empty? And instead of the what if things don't, don't go to plan, what do we start thinking about? What if they do go to plan? Now again, this is not about some woo-woo positive thinking psychology. This is fundamental because everything starts with our attitude. What if it works? And you might be thinking, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, the key thing there is, what if it doesn't work? Can you handle the circumstances? Can you handle the consequences? And the, the question I'll ask you in return to that is, okay, maybe it won't work, but what if it did? That is the power of attitude. So I'll leave you with that because your team needs you. Your team needs you to be, be the beacon of positivity. You need to be able to lead your team with the surety and the certainty that no matter what happens, no matter what obstacles are thrown in our path, we will find a way because guess what? There is always an answer and a solution to every single problem. And that is the power of what if it works. That is also the power of attitude. So I trust that message helps. It was something I was thinking about uh, this morning after listening to a few things yesterday and also talking to a number of people. Trust that message resonates with you and uh, you can t- tap into the power of the positive attitude. And if nothing else, just have a bit of a recap in terms of, am I really dialed into a positive attitude and can I, or do I need to adjust that so that I can get some better results, not just for me, but more importantly, for my team. So with that, love to, uh, love to have a conversation with you and help you extend your leadership capability and take you to the exceptional sales letter status in as little as 90 days from now. So get on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a call, we'll talk about where you're at right now, where you'd love to be, and uh, I, we can map out a plan to get you to the exceptional sales leader level in as little as 90 days. So I look forward to that conversation, and I look forward to talking with you and sharing with you, of course, on the very next episode.
of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.